0: Good morning, good evening, and good night. Whatever time you're listening to me, I hope you guys are doing really well. And uh, I hope this week has been going good for you, as you have hoped, or probably is teaching you some lessons which you did not know you need to know. Because we're always fighting things we don't know until we figure it out, and then we realize that's the thing that we're looking for all along. You know, I'm actually very just wanted to have a moment of gratitude for everybody who's listening to me. I'm so thankful for all of you guys supporting me and um, I'm just being curious uh, actually do not know who's listening to me because I don't get that kind of statistics because it's it's not like a YouTube even if it's a YouTube video <laughs> you wouldn't know who's watching your videos right so um, if uh, I, I would love to like if you can send me a message what you liked or what you did not like if you agree with something or disagree I would I love to have a conversation because I feel like I talk about a lot of things which which can uh, trigger something in you or whatever but um, I don't know like obviously you're not the same as I am and but I am humble towards learning new things and if I feel like there's something that I could have worked better on or, or, or I misspoke and I would love to know about it because I enjoy the fact of uh, seeing things the way other people see it right um, all right well uh, sixth episode of seeing through, here we go. So, let me start here today with a beautiful story instead of the quote of the day segment. Um, there is, there happens to be a king a long time ago who announces that we're gonna have a really big party, and this party is we're gonna have, a, we're gonna make a lot of sweets for everyone. And why don't everybody contribute a piece of it so everybody can really enjoy uh, this beautiful sweet that this maker, this, this cook can produce for us. So he asks everybody to bring one pot of milk so when you contribute it together, it can be a massive source of milk and they can make a lot of sweets with it. He asks every- gives everybody a time and a day to bring their milk and this is what happens. The day comes and everybody gives their share. And when they open the pot to see how much milk they have or what's the quantity, what's the ratio, it turns out it's just water. Everybody, everybody was assuming <laughs> that everybody else is going to bring milk. So if they just put their pot of water, it would mix with the others who have brought the milk, and it would work well. And uh, I heard this story very when I was young, and I couldn't understand the irony or the or the punchline of this story because it just didn't it just didn't feel like a big deal. I felt like when I I was very used to seeing around me outside my home life, that people, uh, it was very common that you would not give your best, but assume something would work out for you. Because you believe in God, you believe in universe, you believe in somebody of who's give you who can give you what you want. And uh, you just need to ask for it. Like, it's, I feel like this is the source of entitlement. Entitlement is basically, you just feel like you deserve it, and you should get it just, just because, just because you asked for it, just because everybody in our life has been saying that we deserve it, right? But the thing is, I believe that majority of the things, I don't know anything, all right? I don't know any better than anybody because I don't have the age or the experience, but I do believe I have enough experience to share something significant, which I, which I feel like it has reason. I feel like Wisdom doesn't come because you have the white hair. I think it comes because of the experience and the logic that it comes with it, you know. Because logic will stay. There's a reason gravity was accepted after, dis- after being discovered It stayed Because it was sound logic that it made sense. So it doesn't change. The wisdom is the same way. I feel like... I've had good fortune of hanging out with enough very intelligent, very affluent people who share information and knowledge, which I feel like I can just pass on along to somebody of my age who must be struggling with something similar. Because I have had my share of questions and doubts about so many things, and I still do. But the thing is, they have have been much more controlled, and it feels like I am asking the questions now instead of those questioning asking my existence. The questions don't completely hang me on a thread when I'm in when I'm in a doubt. Like you know, I feel like I'm asking that question and I'm in control for the final answer. And it's a much different strength that I've been allowed. So the point of the story as I shared for the king was majority of us we end up living in a situation where we are used to mediocrity in a, in a way that we expect somebody to give it to us, right? We expect somebody to give us something. We expect, some, we expect that somebody is out there just, want to giving, just, wants to, just wants to give it to us just because, just because I have a, you know? It is true that if, like in an academic world, like if you work really hard, if you worked like, uh, let, me, let me just, before I go ahead, let me just, like, give a gist of what, what the topic is today. So, my goal of this topic, like, this, this essence of this conversation today is something talking about the difference between a provider and a receiver, a producer and a non-producer of a society. Somebody who's a taker and somebody who's a giver. Why is there a difference anyways, right? And, uh, what does it take to be a provider? That's the main topic. Essentially, provider. Like, think about it. Uh, universe. If you believe in, I don't know if you believe in God, because I do not believe in God at all, and I still don't believe in one God. I just believe there's a spiritual existence, and I I hold on to that. But I don't believe God. My family does, and it's just hard for me to accept that. But, anyways, I, I'm in a am in more spiritualistic space but majority of the people uh, have a different obviously they have their own views god so anyways universe god anybody he is a giver right universe is a creator it has created the abundance of this life that we have i mean if there was no source of abundance or growth in its core like you in the in the birth of the universe itself can you imagine having a life at all think about it let me make it more perfectly detailed what I mean with that I'm saying like in my I don't know if I mentioned it in my first podcast but doesn't matter I'll say it again the thing is if we didn't have any source of growth that giving gets you something like you know when you give something, you get something back, that idea and that logic would never function in this godly universal world, if that was not part essential part of the life itself, if that was the case that this the world was not abundant, we would have died is because we have all come from an ancestors who were farmers, right, they were anywhere. All of, all of us have been connected to lives of farmers, most of us ninety nine percent of everyone that we know today, their ancestors were definitely farmers have always been farmers right because that that and before that obviously homo sapiens and however your history takes you right so they have been farmers. What does farmer do? Farmer is somebody who believes that soil soil when you put your thousand seeds would give you 5,000 seeds back. Not all 1,000 seeds would work. Only 100 of those would work. But it would reap you 5,000 seeds. That's abundance. That's giving without without knowing that it will come back, but believing, having faith that would come back because that's how abundant, that's how giving the universe itself is. The universe is creating. Okay? So, if you are a taker, like if you are somebody who takes something, it's not really in line with how godliness and universal world is. Universe is made out of giving things. Like when you give, you get. That's their logic. Like that's how life works. That's how that's the reason because farming has been the reason we have able to settle in the first place and then develop our settlement into villages into cities and into hubs and into finance and everything has turned out because of that. Giving and taking, this abundance exists. The big question is, why am I talking about this? I really believe that people complain that they should have got the promotion, which they didn't. They say that they could have won. They should have got the better hand at this opportunity, but they did not. Nobody gave it to them. It's all right, that's how universe works. It's not always in your favor, right? But it always is in your control, your choices. I was mentioning a part about academics, is that in academics, you can work very hard and it is very easy, it's very okay to assume that if you work very hard, you will get good grades. Right. If you work smart enough, if you work that hard, you will get, you will reap your benefits. But really, if you think about it, in real life, you would not. In real life, when you're working in a corporate environment, or you're working in a business, or working with a job, or you're self-employed, or you're a doctor, or you're a lawyer, when you just work hard, that's not enough, right? You can be working from six o'clock to 10 o'clock every single day, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. But working hard is not this thing. It's about, are you giving? How much value are you giving in that much time? Because time is the same for everybody. You know, Narendra Modi, our, pres, our Prime Minister, has the same time as a sweeper in any, any place in India. They both share 24 hours. But there's a reason that guy, that guy runs a country and this guy cleans a building Our floor, depending, you know, it's how much are you giving? How much are you giving in that time? How much value are you giving in that time? Now today, I want to talk about this. I want to take it to the next level. Is that what does it take to be a provider, a producer, a giver? Okay, we understand that it is like. Before I just get into that topic, I would like to like add one more point here because. Think about it, like when we are in line with the giving and abundance, like we are the people who are giving, okay, we're not getting anything, but we are the people who are giving back to the people, we are giving value to other people without probably not even expecting. We have obviously a percent of us which is expecting something back, but 99% of it, if it's hoping to just give, or at least 90 or 50, more than 50%, more than 51% expecting that, Uh, he gets better than I do, like have that kind of a focus, you know, that is what would make you in line with the universe, giving you the edge, right, the person who gets the promotion is not necessarily the smartest guy, but is the guy who has given more than the person who you're comparing him with, probably it's you, maybe, maybe not, I don't know you, but now what does it take to be a provider? Right? Why do people are afraid of being a provider? Right? It's all about a fear. Right? You don't do something because you fear. You don't jump out of a, out of a plane wearing a parachute knowing that you will survive. But it's still a fear. Right? It's, it's a fear. Okay? But this is a big deal because the world is made of two absolute people. Fat and small. Tall and skinny. No. Producer and non-producer. Somebody who gives, somebody who does not give, okay? Because anything that can give has life in it, okay? Always remember, anything that has the capacity to give has life. A tree gives fruits. A mother gives love. Uh, A friend supports a friend. He's giving his time and energy, right? His value of his, he's lending your ear, to a friend in need is giving okay we don't know anybody who has not given and survived the history survived time that person right now what does it take to be a provider what is why do why don't people do it is people are because the thing is like, even if you are giving if you have a big giant bowl or plate sweets are really savory items i don't know which country you're from <laughs> in india sweets work just as fine as savory things we, do, we like both of them we like tikka and meata but you know if you just walk around with that plate in your own building in your own society in your own locality and giving it out to people with a big smile on your face there are people who reject you, who would say no to you. People who are providers are ready. People who know it's right thing to be a provider and who provide. Providing is giving employment, providing in terms of giving service, providing in terms of giving help, providing in terms of <clears throat> giving more than it can take. People who run businesses get tax; they even get tax advantages. I don't know if anybody who majority of the people working in jobs and self-employment, they don't know that you have uh, the people who run businesses get much bigger tax advantages than people who run jobs because of the fact that they do something which is very crucial, is that they are givers, they are providers, they provide employment to people. That's why even governments all over the world want to support every single person who runs businesses, always. Okay, it's a very big deal, and it's very important to know that, right? Um, People are afraid that they will spit on you. People who know that, people who are great at providing, they know that people will spit on me. People will, people will think, people will like reject me, right? People will just say, "No, of course not. You know you're doing something good. You know you're gonna, you just wanna help somebody cross the road, but that guy does not want the help. That's fine." but you had the mentality to do it. You had the abundance of giving something without expecting anything from it, or at least giving more than taking something from somebody, right? people They're ready to get spat on. How do they deal with it? They're indifferent to it. They're ignorant. They are smartly ignorant towards it. What does that mean? Is that because, like I tell you, like right now I tell you, that if you are ever going to be a giver, they are going to spit on you. They are going to reject you. They're going to make you feel like you are the crazy guy or girl. Trust me. (laughs) No matter how good your deal is, no matter how good what you're going to do, they're going to reject you. Okay? And the rejection can be in a very different forms. Okay? It can be a direct one and an indirect one. Like, do you think... Doctors, being a doctor is a great profession, right? It is brilliant. But not one, not entire 1.25 billion population of India wants to be a doctor. So the entire doctor community is not hurt that 1.25 billion people are not applying for doctorates. Or let's say 600 million people who are eligible to apply for are not applying only like 50 million people are doing it. It's rejected by 1.2 billion people, right? It's a choice, it's a choice. So no matter where we work or where, we, where will we ever work, you're gonna be rejected and that's, they know, providers know that they're gonna be rejected. So they're smartly ignorant about it. They know that they're gonna get rejected and they prepare themselves emotionally of getting hurt they are very used to being rejected for their own services for their own givings for their own products what they are offering anybody it is it can be time energy in business in, ter- in terms of the, in businesses in terms of services or products anything they are indifferent they're emotionally strong about it which makes it which makes them look Uh, What do you call it? It makes them look very emotionless. But really, they are emotionally so strong that they don't feel the rejection. They feel absolutely the same if you say yes or no. They're used to being spit on. Second fear that people have is that they'll judge you. That they will make an assumption about you and then they will hold on to it. And they will not even tell you what they think about you. That's why people are afraid of giving. That's why people are afraid of giving more than they should because they don't know if they'll ever get back. That's a big deal too. People don't think that they'll get back what they give because they know you need to keep, you need to take as much as you can because if you don't, somebody else will take it. But the person who will get promotion in your, in your, in your workspace, did not get the promotion. Or even if you got it temporarily, in the next 10 years, the person will, who will really reach up to any levels, any corporate ladder, he will not have taken more. He will only have like, tried to show the company, try to show his peers, try to show and demonstrate physically, emotionally with his time, the way he uses his time in his, work, his workspace, that he wants to give you something, that he wants to make this company a better place to be. The company thinks before doing anything to this guy or girl or woman, they're like, whoa, if I do anything to this guy, my company will be in a loss. Did it, Like if you think about it, every company really has 20% of really hardworking employees and everybody else is just a burden. But to get those 20%, they have to hire the 100% so they can get the 20%. The 20% work as much as the 80%. The 80% work as much as the twenty percent. Right, so they're used to that. They understand that this is the law of nature. This is how numbers work in the universe. Because universe is really numerical. Like scientists have like to speak anybody from Mexico I have to speak in Spanish. To speak anybody in India I have to speak in Hindi. To speak to speak, communicate people about universe I have to speak in math. Right. Yeah People will judge you. People will misunderstand you without any context. They will not even ask you. They will not even tell you what they're thinking about you. But they'll have made an assumption, and people are scared of those assumptions. And you try to when you they will only tell you, or maybe not even tell you, when you are confronting them about this, because they are afraid. They're afraid of telling you the truth because they feel awkward. But they will still hold the gun against you, and that's normal. That's very normal, actually, for people to do that. But be friends with them anyways. I feel like get emotionally strong about stuff like this. You don't need people who don't have the guts to tell you on your face. These are not friends. They're not, how can they be friends? How can they be? You know? They don't understand why you're doing it. Why are you being a provider? Why are you giving so much more? They feel like you are stealing their thunder. They, feel like, they will feel like you're trying to take... Really, when you're giving, they'll, they'll think you're trying to take something from them. That won't even make sense. That won't even make sense. But that's how they will think. Or that's people around you think. That's how maybe you think today. But people change if, it, if they're given the right uh, uh, context of why they should do it. Right? And people are going to misunderstand you. And we just gotta get. We just gotta accept it. Like anybody who's a provider knows, he has to accept this. They will specifically try to minimize you, minimize you, criticize you, criticize your enterprise. I mean, because they are used to criticizing anybody who tries to be better than them, because it makes them look bad. Like Akbar and Birbal story. Like Akbar gives. Akbar is a king. He tells the smartest guy in his kingdom, he's like, "Hey." I draw a line on the the floor. He's like, can you make that smaller without touching the line? So he takes up a chalk. He draws a bigger line next to it. He's like, now your line is smaller. The reason I'm trying to say is that when people uh, see that you're getting better than them, they try to make you look smaller. When When you are bigger than them, they try to make you look smaller in their minds because they cannot accept it. They will do anything to make you feel smaller. What can you do about this? I mean, you want to be better. You, wanna be, you want to get the best out of life. What do you do? You educate. You can try to educate them if they're very close to you. If they're not close to you, and if you feel like they're not worth the hassle, you can use their words as fuel for what you want out of the future, or what your vision is about the company of yourself, of your business. I do that. It works. People who don't matter, and they, they say incredibly stupid stuff, yeah, what do you do? You just take their words and like, okay, let me show you in 10 years. Yes. And I'm gonna hold on to my word because I mean what I say. You know, I'm not the guy who runs away from a fight. I will show you, just wait a second, just give me some time. This is not a magic tree, but I will show you that giving works, that you should deliver more, that you should always believe that somebody who is a producer, somebody who is a creator of opportunity, somebody who is a creator of, of uh, happiness. Like, like creator, like give me, like, it's an, in, like, think about it in this way. You don't have to be created like in terms of making a tree or like uh, making a, a chair or something, not just that. I'm saying like you can create happiness in someone's head. Like happiness is all in the mind, right? Happiness, sadness, everything. You can create happiness in someone's mind. How do you do that? You just smile at them. They feel happy. Or you can give a honest compliment to somebody. Probably they you're the first person to compliment them in, them in the last six years and this is the one compliment which allows them to feel good for a long time that you created something in their mind when could you give something to them It's when you believe that you are good enough to give a compliment also you know so many people don't compliment because they don't believe it themselves did you know that you cannot give something to somebody if you don't have it Obviously, obviously you cannot give something you don't have I mean, if you have a glass of water, and I, I could ask you for a glass of water, I could not ask you for a glass of coffee. But that means if you are angry at yourself, you could be angry at me. And that's the only way you can be angry at me. Because if you're not angry with yourself, if you're absolutely calm and happy with yourself, you could never be angry with me. It would be very difficult for you, it will be very, very impossible almost impossible for you to be angry with me because you don't believe in that for yourself obviously nobody is perfect nobody's god nobody's human nobody's buddha but i'm saying that it would be very difficult for you because you would hate your, you hate yourself so less you really believe you really love yourself so it's very hard to hate someone you can't give something which you don't have right you that's how you become a creator you can create happiness in people's minds Make, make a goal, make a crazy goal, like giving one good compliment to one person, one new person who you know, who you meet daily. or Not, not the same guy or, or a woman, but like somebody. Just like be, just give out this piece of happiness to somebody because that's the first person. Give, give, give a new compliment to somebody. Like Create that kind of a mental space for everybody and make it as honest as possible. Make it as truthful as possible. You don't need to say a guy, oh, I love your hair. <laughs> that wouldn't work because, you know, guys know their hair doesn't look good. Most of us. But <laughs> you can't say that, hey, you know, you. that's a really cool T-shirt. Where do you get that from? Because it's really nice. That's honest. Be a creator, provider, producer. If, if you do that, if you're, if you're focusing on this, we become in line with the blessings of the universe and we always reap the happiness when we're giving happiness to somebody. When we are giving somebody, uh, when, when we are helping somebody have a great day, we end up having the greatest day ever. You can't give something if you don't have it. When you're giving it, that means you have received it by yourself. That's the reason you're able to give. You know, And I would like to end my podcast right here. I hope you guys have a wonderful day ahead. And uh, thank you for listening again. Please let me know what, you, what, did you? Please let me know who's listening. I would love to talk to you, hundred percent. I hope you have a great day. And uh, if you remember, if you if you got to this part of the podcast, when you say hi to me, just say um, hmm pudding. Tell me, like when you say hi to me, after hearing this podcast, just tell me. I remember you talking about the pudding in the podcast. Goodbye.